0: hi everybody welcome to another version of the bruce singer podcast i'm your host bruce singer of the bruce singer podcast and also ceo and founder of a company called canada cfos and we provide chief financial officers part-time fractional interim boards of directors and i'm very excited to have a guest today Akeem gardner welcome to the welcome to the podcast
1: bruce thank you for having me
0: and i want to tell you a bit about it but akim is the ceo and founder of Kinurda which is a biotech which is a biotech company. Uh, he was also a University of, of Ottawa basketball star. And it gets even more interesting. <laughs> he was a law school graduate, and then he was a law school graduate, became a farmer. <laughs> I don't know how that played up. But we're going to find out today. Okay. Right. Right. So that's an interesting story. So before we get into some of the... Th- I'm curious. Tell us your story. About a little bit about you how, you. how you became a law school grad, to farmer, where you are. Tell us a bit about your story.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll t- uh, 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 in a nutshell, I'll keep it keep it simple. My Thank story you. is one of um, hard work, being in the right place, right time, being resilient, being a little bit stubborn. And always knowing that there was something greater out there that we just had to find and get to almost, if you will. Right. Yeah. Um, um, as you mentioned, um, I'm a former University of ad- Athlete. We're not going to tell my teammates that I said I was a star player. You said that, not me. Right? Oh, I that. I that. I, say, I say. <laughs> uh, After graduation at university, I coached for two years after coaching for two years. I thought maybe I didn't want to be a coach, but more so a general manager, someone who can put teams together, um, um, bring talent together in order to try to win a championship. Um, And when I looked at NBA.com, all the other GMs, they they all had LLBs or JDs. They were lawyers. So that's what prompted me to go to law school in the United Kingdom. I went there for two years from 2015 to 2017. And when I graduated in 2017, returned back home to Canada, while I was working on accrediting my degree so I could go write the bars and article and uh, do all the things of that nature, I was um, um, completely enamored by everything that was going on in Canada at the time. Um, subject or topic number one was the legalization of marijuana and cannabis. And I was starting to understand this a little bit differently as a new graduate, not only for what was actually happening, but some of the opportunities that would come as well. So while I was doing some of my work, I said, Akeem, there has to be a -A 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 way for me to get involved in this industry. Let's start now before it comes legal. So that 10 years post-legalization, I'll already have our foundation um laid and the easiest way for me to get um my fair share to figure it out to learn from scratch was to find some farmland up north of orangeville uh, uh find someone who was willing to lease me their land and learn how to farm from the ground up <laughs> so like we were talking about graduated um, that's how you
0: became, became
1: a farmer right graduated law school turned into a farmer right a self-taught farmer a self-taught farmer got my wow. butt kit. My mom was like, Akeem, what are you doing, right? Who goes to law school to come back and do this? Yeah, well, of course, she but, wants you to go for the sure thing, become a exactly, lawyer and get
0: the sure paycheck. <laughs> exactly.
1: But again, as I as we said, being in the right place, right time, just hard work, resiliency, it afforded me the opportunity to be connected with really smart researchers at the University of Guelph that were working on some really novel, innovative technology. And because I was in the right place, right time, they saw that I was a hard worker worker. I had this prior training from um, my league, my legal education, I had this knack for putting teams together and working with people from my time as an athlete. I was able to acquire this technology and put a put the appropriate team together to, so as to where now we are a hemp biotechnology company doing some really exciting things at canada Inc. Okay.
0: So when you say you're doing really exciting things, Cause I get the impression you're not just another cannabis company. That's not that no. I met, you, you know, I met you at a conference and that's when we met originally Yeah, and, yeah. and we talked so briefly. Then I said, okay, I like what you said. So I'll get you on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So yeah. you're not just another cannabis company. So yeah. tell me what is Conurda? What are you doing? What, what innovation are you, are you accomplishing? What's the plan?
1: Okay. So again, Conurda is a hemp biotechnology company and we are, oh, Position to solve one of humans and animals' most dire challenges. How do we deal with chronic inflammation? And we'll get back to inflammation in a second and why this problem is so important. But what we have found is that deep inside the cannabis hemp plant, primarily industrial hemp, there are other more novel and rare molecules that are a different class of molecules. So they're not cannabinoids, they're not like CBD, THC, they're not. Um, terpenes they're actually more minute polyphenols Mm -hmm. um, prenylated flavonoids and hemp specifically has novel rare ones unique to hemp called canflavins these canflavins are known to be extremely potent in anti-inflammatory effect and they have some unique interesting characteristics where they operate in the body in our pathways that are different more safer than our traditional NSAIDs or and they are also non-addictive like opioids so us at canerta we're harnessing the power of these canflavins in order to make novel therapeutics that can either be natural health products um we met at the chfa conference um, um there with natural products canada but also in the future if all things goes well all goes well like we think it's gonna go botanical drugs and medicines as well so this is a little bit about what our work at Conerda looks like. How do we produce these rare molecules? Usually these molecules are found in under 0.014% of the plant's biomass, so extremely rare. So for us, it's about how do we produce them at a commercial or clinical scale? And then once we're able to produce them, how do we put them in clinical or therapeutic assays so we can know how they can treat both humans and animals alike?
0: Usually so is it as a consumer what i, I digest I, I i'm a layman here mm-hmm. I, I i get in a pill form or in a food form or or how does it how do i how do oh. i how do I get with the program how do i how do i, do I
1: yep. because like
0: the last thing look i've had i've had inflammation mm-hmm. and the doctor prescribed me the mother one pill it's like candy it's called uh What's that? What's that medicine? It's, it's, um, oh man, I forget the name. Everybody. It's very common. It's very, very serious drug. I don't remember the name. It will come up, but mm-hmm. if I, if I'm interested or anybody interested, what is, what do they do? It's a pill. It's going to be a pill or now they can, they can buy it now or.
1: So we can't buy our products as of yet. Okay. We're in the early phase of launching products. Right. And if we have it my way, we'll be consuming these and everything. Polyphenols and and flavonoids, they're actually quite common in our diet. You see in your background, all the fruits and vegetables you have. We have polyphenols in everything we consume. Humans eat them all the time. For us, um, our challenge or not challenge, our, our opportunity is finding all the new innovative delivery mechanisms that we can give them to both humans and animals. So we eventually want you to be consuming this in foods in um, a variety of different recovery beverages, in your um, lotion creams, top, uh, transdermal patches, et cetera, et cetera, And then depending on what specific indication um, a patient or a consumer might have, we want to deliver it to you the right way and so that we can help you optimize your health and reduce your systematic chronic inflammation. So it would be an ingredient, it would be an ingredient in other products, an ingredient? an ingredient starting it as an ingredient and then again um as fun as as much fun as we can have rolling out different brands different therapeutic products etc etc
0: very interesting very very interesting you know because inflammation is a big uh is is inflammation is a big problem typically with the medical profession i'm not criticizing they're trained to prescribe uh Mm anti-inflammatories you know but then that's just i don't don't think it helps the problem that's just my opinion uh it comes back and it's you got to deal with the, the core issue, the mm-hmm. core issue. It's pregnazone, by the way, is the big one. Pregnazone oh, is, what, is what it's what prescribed.
1: Okay. It's so Big problem, right? Like you said. Big problem. And different than the traditional um, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories or the opioids to help you deal with your pain. No. Um, what we're most excited about is mm-hmm. our molecules, more nutrient-like, more similar to all other polyphenols that we get in our fruits and vegetables. So very little sign of being toxic. Humans should be sure. able to eat our molecules and consume them on a regular basis without causing other adverse effects. Okay. And we, when looking at the science, also know that, our again, our molecules act a little bit differently, whereas our NSAIDs, they um, affect your GI issues. They lead to bleeding. Um, and opioids, we know that these are addictive, med- addictive medicines as well. They're very, they're very serious. So when do
0: you, based on your, what you're doing right now, when do you predict that this product will be available to consumers in Canada? And is your game plan global? Is Is that the ultimate?
1: Well, we have our patents filed globally, right? Um, But Canada is very much a part of our, a part of our um, strategy as well. We are working right now to set up a production facility where we can produce our molecules or, and our ingredients at a, in a GMP, good manufacturing practices environment. And once we have are doing that, once I can guarantee um, um, supply and guarantee quality assurance, then this will be out. We have some people, we've already started to pre-market this, and we know that there's a lot of consumers. And again, um, some of our friends and family have tried our products as well and are already giving us a lot of positive feedback now we just need to be able to scale it up so we can do this at a mass scale
0: okay so you have this you have this organization and always uh, this this is because you also said that you gotta find it's it, it seems like it's it's rare to find so that's gonna that's gonna mean costs okay and you know, you know I'm a I'm a finance guy okay so to do this I'm assuming you had to either you're bootstrapping or you're raising funds or both you know you, mm-hmm. Are you are you are you in, are you raising like are you raising funds or have raised funds and continue to raise funds? Is that where you're at?
1: We're always raising funds. Okay. <laughs> Ever since, since that. the day I put myself on the farm, I needed to help find funds to help move <laughs> things Right. So I get
0: I get it. So tell us, share your story about funds. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what can people learn from? Because people learn from other people's experiences. So what can you mm-hmm. share? By the way, I found out the the natural health issue is very. Um, everybody's helping each other, which I, call, you know, you see if everybody wants to help each other, which is really cool. I thought I'd mention that versus some others where you see a competitor, you want to shoot him, <laughs> It's not like that. Uh, I've, been very,
1: I've been very lucky. I've had similar of your experience experience, even though you often get a lot of no's, there are a lot of people who like to help you. And what I've come to learn is that people like entrepreneurs. They like people who are passionate about their ideas that people who are resilient, that people who can take no's and continue to go forward because at the end of the the day, we or me as the founder, I know what's inside. I know what my gut, my instinct, my hard work is telling me. And I know that there's a gift that needs to be brought to the world, even if investor A, B, or C might not be the ones to help us get there. Sometimes we have to go all the way down the list and maybe it's an investor X, Y, and Z. If we stopped at like investor G and let the nose like interrupt us, we would never get there. So, resilience, hard work, continuously learning—these are some of the things that I picked up on my journey in learning how to raise funds and how um, this all works.
0: So, the big lesson learned is keep going. Always keep going. Keep going. But how do you predict? Like sometimes there's a financial element to a to a plan. Mm -hmm. How do you, you can you can you can you put together assumptions and numbers? Is that challenging to put together? I I would think, I would think this, you're in a new, you're in a new territory here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're in a very innovative new territory.
1: Since we started, since I started my journey five years ago, and since (laughs) we started Curnerta specifically two years ago, I've probably done thousands of financial models. I've had everyone and their friends help me build the financial models, make assumptions, test them, continue to narrow them. And I still have my financial models that I'm, Still, continuously wow, editing wow, wow. On songs. Wow. Okay.
0: All well, right. congratulations. And just before we come to the end, could we do keep it short? Mm-hmm. Um, w- w- so, what what is the future? Uh, like the few, what is the in the in the media we, ta- we actually talking about the future? Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything else that we missed about the future? Because
1: you happened to take away my question before I asked it. <laughs> so uh, I'll wrap this up by saying, <laughs> yeah, um, why we're tackling inflammation. Yeah. And we know that systematic chronic inflammation is the root cause of 50% over half of all human mortality. Everything starts with inflammation, turns into heart disease, turns into cancers, turns into diabetes, arthritic problems, and more. So ultimately, by being able to tackle the root cause of inflammation, we should be able to help a lot of people live half, happier, healthier, longer lives. And this is a very important mission that we're on at Conerda. So in the future, this is what we aim to see, a world where we can live longer, live happier, love our loved ones longer, and benefit with safe medicines without a bunch of serious adverse effects.
0: Well, look, bless you. You're on a blessing to you, your, your team. You're on, a, you're on a wonderful mission. You're doing something different. But your goal is to make a difference in the quality of people's lives. And I thank you. And I look forward to hearing more about your organization and you. And I really appreciate you coming on the Singer podcast. It was great. And if people want to learn more about you, hey, if somebody somebody gets inspired and want to know about, uh, there's the ambulance. I live in here. There's lots of ambulances. Uh, If somebody wants to reach out to you, and let's say someone does want to know more, is a potential investor, Mm -hmm. is your website to reach you? What's the best way to connect with you?
1: You can always go to um, kurnerta.com. You can message me on LinkedIn at Akeem Gardner or Kurnerta Inc's LinkedIn, or I'm also um, on Twitter at 1AKG on Twitter.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Akeem. It's It's been a real pleasure and very, very insightful. And thank you for coming on the show.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate it.
0: Take care.